Tommy. John Hurst left us a message on uh, YouTube. Isn't that lovely? He was the man that recorded the, the, he was the sound editor, wasn't he? Yeah, that's my favourite thing about the fact is that uh, he did that, is that he had to listen to you having a nervous breakdown about the <laughs> fact that you didn't get to hear the song. <laughs> yes, I, was, I was about to put the comment on and then I saw you already and I was going to say, I will pay you 100 million euros if you let me hear this song. The song's gone, like. So song's gone, never, yeah. You can never get the money. Yeah, amazing. Um, the more I think about the documentary, the more I like it. Um, it just pop into my head every now and again. It's Did you watch scaling. the new one yet? No. Uh, no, I've lost the link, so I'm going to need, oh, need, yeah, that, yeah. need, need, that, need that again because the computer messed up. But no, no, I will. He's uh, Drummond's such a fascinating character. Like I know you, I think you you adore him more than I do. I just find him fucking fascinating. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like you'd love to pick his brain, and he's the type of fella. I'd say he's the most fucking frustrating interview you could ever do. But I'd 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 love the challenge of it, you know. Yeah. But um, like to try and keep him kind of on track. It's kind of like sometimes like like the best interviews I used. There's a magpie. Hello. Um, did you see <laughs> my magpie on Instagram? Wave, wave to magpie. Such an yeah, Irish yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, people won't know this, will they? So if you see one magpie, you have to say hello to it. You have to doff your doff your hat. Yeah. No one wears hats anymore. So you, so you say hello, so he give you good luck. Because normally one magpie is. One for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret, never to be told. I, I never really figured out what that one meant, unless it's like, you're gay and the magpies know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We know we know what you said, like your wife behind our back. Did you see? I, I No, you probably didn't see it. I put it up on Instagram and Twitter this morning. There was uh, the field beside us. There was um, a very bizarre situation was going on. It was kind of like a meeting of... I don't know, some kind of secret Illuminati kind of music shit was going on, man. Very fucking strange. There was a magpie and a white uh, stoat. I'd never seen a white one before. All right. Lovely, like a mink kind of thing, you know? Like an albino one or an actual just normal? No, no, no. Ice. This is his yeah. type. All right, um, all right. They're, they're, they're wee now. They're, small, they're smaller than the Irish stoats. It looked more like a ferret. And I was convinced it was a ferret until I looked up the Polish name. It's a stoat. But the two of them, the stoat was up on his hind legs kind of. Like that, kind of communicating, yeah. like like a prairie dog stands up, you know, meerkat, like that. or meerkat, and and yeah. the and the magpie was beside him. And what the fuck were they talking about? They are definitely solving crimes. <laughs> they're definitely in a Disney movie, trying to get home. <laughs> Something they're trying to find a friend. I stood there watching for a yeah. few minutes, and I was like, right, I'll go get the phone. And as soon as I get the phone, the fucking I got one photo of the magpie, and all you can see is this. It looks like it looks like he's ever catching the fucking thing and he's killing it, but he's oh. not. And then, but like he, he obviously the ferret was like, "Here, your man's got a fucking phone. Get out of here." <laughs> <laughs> I can't fly. I can't fly. You get out of here. So yeah. the magpie flew off, and then the ferret or the the stoat was around for a while. So I got some photos of him. We're up on the, on the Twitter and the Instagram. Lovely little thing. But there's definitely something going on. Yeah. Definitely. definitely. And there was a, I think I told you a story before with my mate down here. We call him the bear man. <clears throat> he works in the, the, he's one of the, he's not a guide, but he works in one of the national parks. Uh, sorry, he works in the national parks. And his job is to track bears and to make sure the bears have, um, have been eaten and they're breeding. And if he finds a like, hair samples, he'll take it and DNA it and all that kind of stuff to make sure to see how many bears, shit like that. So he was telling me one night he was coming home from some party, he was pissed off his head, and he decided 
wait now, why am I going on the road? I can just go over the mountain. Fucking like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. He says he went up to the top. As he got up to the top of the mountain, there was a, a big meadow. And he said there was a, there was a, <laughs> he said he, there was a fox, uh, some type of big bird. I don't remember what he said. A hawk or an eagle or something. There was a fox, a bird, and uh, what the fuck else was that? And a hare. And a rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> And he said they were all like they were really, really kind of close to each other. And as he walked up, they all stopped and looked at him. And he just said to himself, "Oh fuck, what am I after interrupting here? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck is going on?" And he's like, "No, I'm too drunk. This isn't real." And he said he took another step forward then to make sure it was happening. And then they all just scattered. Like, fuck, <laughs> what have I done? It's not bizarre, isn't it? Uh, you, you, might have, coming... <laughs> you might have come into a joke or a fairy tale, one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Your dog is having issues, but it's it's not happy. The dog is yeah, I'm gonna let him out. So uh talk to yourself there, Tommy. <laughs> so while Spud is away, we could talk about um I don't know, that uh <laughs> He's closing the door. He's coming back. I'll just do a commentary instead. Um, Poor thing has has awful social anxiety. So he does. He doesn't like being. Doesn't like being uh, on Zoom. No. <laughs> he doesn't make it on Zoom. He doesn't mind. He's, when when you're in the house alone with him, he, he's 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 fine. But when someone leaves the house and he sees them leaving, that's it. He's fucked then until they come back. He's just like they're dead. They're dead. They're not coming home. Oh, they're right. dead. Yeah, they're yeah. all dead. Yeah, a lot of dogs seem to have that kind of anxiety thing if they're defined to let strangers into the house, no problem, but try to leave, you know, so come in, come in, burglars, there's no problem, but you're not mad, leaving. <laughs> Fucking mad. So, um, what's been going on in the world of uh, Peter Kingsley and Alan Chapman this week? So, uh, this podcast is all about now. Maybe yeah. we just won't do any Peter Kingsley this week, huh? I was, well, I found a load of uh, Peter Kingsley PDFs that were uh, deleted from his site. Some Hi. of them, I, I think, because I seem to wonder why he deleted them, but some of them um, have come up in different formats and stuff, so that's what, one of the reasons. But uh, yeah, I'm just kind of reading through them. I still yeah. have, have to start his first one, his uh, the, the, the the academic one. The one that, that's the one with, uh, with the dark cover on it, that one? Yeah, that's the really expensive one. That's uh, not, you know, from a, I'm sure the content is worth the money, but from a, an actual, you know, printing thing is uh, ludicrous but uh yeah i don't know i've been um i find it kind of hard to read at the minute which is very strange for me that it's just it's kind of it's an interesting thing because people have said to me before that um they don't like to read because it's too too hard work or to find it very i don't know it hurts the brain or something like that and i've kind of gone i don't really understand that there's too many letters in the words tommy That's no but thought. here's here's the thing here, here i think i do understand it a bit better because i have the same feeling towards poetry that it's just like oh this is just too hard will you just tell me what it is rather than going on about misty blue hills or whatever it is that <laughs> represents the feminine spirit you know what i mean it's just just tell me but so i think it's like that kind of that it, it, it engages a part of my, it's the same as um you know when there's like a puzzle or something and you have to remember six different you know a cuddly bear a tv set thing my brain goes i could do that but it's just an awful lot of effort i don't want to do it and so just my brain just goes so i'm just not doing it so i have whatever part of my brain is good at the generation game and reading poetry just doesn't doesn't want to exist or matt you know something you know it's probably the same as maths it's whatever part of math yeah. you know I, I used to like it in school and i mean friends used to fucking slag me for really but it was leaving cert, secondary school stuff. So yeah. Whatever he ate. Patrick, Patrick having this fucking simple stuff because it's just, he has two phases. One is like, he hates everything and everybody in his life. <laughs> yeah. and he thinks that moving to Dublin will, will solve everything. 
and then he has a, a and, he, and then he discovers he hates Dublin. So that's actually two phrases. And the third phrase is he has a lung transplant, and then he realizes, holy fuck, being alive is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all done with the poetry thing because we all love lyrics. You know what I mean? We've plenty of lyrics that <clears> speak to us, which are essentially, but not essentially, they are poetry. They're just probably. Uh, I wonder is there anything to the, you know, the way that, okay, so say your man would say Western civilization has fallen apart and all that stuff, kind of stuff. But like up, up until Empedocles, Parmenides, and all that, everything was done through verse and poetry. And same mm. with the Druids and, and, and the, the Norse people as well the scandinavians everything was done um uh, orally uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> lovely <laughs> and um yeah so maybe there is a bit of bit of ourselves that have been lost because we don't do stuff in in, in that kind of tradition anymore although i suppose some people could make an argument there is still an irish tradition of the shanaki it goes around to pubs kind of stories and poetry like, i've never but, seen like, one in real life <laughs> no the only place i've seen them is now well that no, I have seen them. I've seen them in the, the Cobblestone pub in Smithfield in Dublin. That's a really, it's a very strange pub. It's a very kind of Republican rap pub, IRA pub. But at the same time, like, puts on proper traditional music and traditional nights and stuff like that, you know. Right. And uh, it's a decent pub if you're ever up around there. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there is something that, that, that we've lost because we don't engage with, with that type of well, it's also like because before books and, you know, or even not even necessarily before books, before mass produced books and, you know, Gutenberg and all this kind of thing is we had to remember everything orally, you know, or that's yeah, yeah, so yeah, why yeah. poetry, I suppose, is used because the, you know, the rhyming and the cadence, whatever, lend itself to, yeah. I suppose, you know, fitting in your brain a bit better. So I think that like a case, of, you know, case in point, whatever that expression is, uh, the, um, the part of my brain has atrophied that would be good for that in that you know that if that i can't you know i just can't be bothered with it you know it's yeah, a yeah, bit yeah, of an effort yeah. whereas you know two and a half thousand years ago it would be like well you may <laughs> this is how we do things you know? <laughs> i suppose it's I suppose music has really replaced so much of it as well you see i suppose you've seen now that fucking is it the bbc in england they're saying they're not going to play fairy tale in new york this year Why? because it has the word it has the word I'm probably not allowed to say on YouTube, is it? You're not. It rhymes, no, yeah. it, it rhymes with maggot and has yeah. an F at the start uh, in it. And, um, does the Ronan Keaton version, what does he say? He, surely no, he doesn't say he that. Doesn't say yeah. that. He doesn't say that. I think the Christy Moore one does. Does he do it? No, he doesn't do it. He just did it. No, he does Fairy Tale New York. I don't think he says it either. But um, but then again, like they'll play like the white ass pussy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's the wait, wait, is it wait? Wait, yeah. wait. <laughs> white ass. I, I don't know. I don't I've never yeah, heard the song. Yeah. What's her name? Carrie Capri Sun? Capri D? Capri I know. Sunny D. Sunny Sunny Capri. Sunny Capri Sun. Who D. cares? Yeah. Um yeah, it's, it's well, I suppose it, but it, the thing is, is that the hmm, let me see that word, the F word, is that it's offensive. It's not, it's an offensive word in itself to people. Is wet ass pussy offensive to people? Well, I'm sure it is. I'd like to, I think it's way worse, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's way worse. Pro, it's definitely a worse song. Well, because, I assume I've yeah, never heard yeah, yeah. it either. No, but okay, well, the, 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 the defense I would make of the, the Pogue song would be that it's an angry lady. Who's saying it to her boyfriend? Mm. Do you know, whereas it's not like it's not a straight man saying it to a gay man. Because yeah, yeah, no, I understand you know, that, but it's also using 
a name that you know it's it's like kind of saying that you're not a real man because you are homosexual so it's mean mm. it's it is an offense to you know it's saying what's what no homosexuals are a real men or whatever like it's you I, I totally get why even though I mean, it's used in a con it's the same yeah. as the gamer thing of that you know um oh no homo or um you know calling someone whatever the f word uh, as a kind of a you're an idiot almost it's you know mm. oh, you're you're it's like but it's still because it has, you know, the reference and the connotations towards homosexuality or, or queerness, whatever the correct word is for that. Now, um, I can understand why uh, people would prefer it not to be used. That said, you know, like, I, like people get offended in different ways about different things, you know, and it's not as if it's a new song. Uh, it's not as if we don't know. I think that where people, I think people were kind of shocked at the time when it came out. Like, I mean, like I'm sure Ray Darcy had a had an issue with it. Which was a DJ at Ireland or whatever. Like it wasn't as if it was a... a not used for some sort of shock value anyway. Like, you know, it's like... Um, well, I mean, yeah, but back then, when was it released? 85, something like that? Oh, I think it's slightly later, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, 80s yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, like sometime. The word, maybe 85, but it, no. But it, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong here, but I don't think the word was as harsh then as what it is now. I don't think so either, no. no. Yeah. But, um... <clears throat> <clears throat> I was I was I was eight. I'm probably out of yeah. <laughs> it's, how, it's, how, it's, how, it's how words, words change, because it means, mm. like, the word fuck... That was a verb, and it just yeah. it literally meant to have sex. Yeah, you know that's what it meant. It doesn't it doesn't mean that forced unlawful carnal knowledge. Is that true? Is that no. apocryphal? No, it yeah, just yeah, meant yeah. to have sex. Yeah, I'm fucking. I'm having sex. That's all it was. You know, as we've like, learned from the darkening age, the poets of long ago. What is it? I, uh, <laughs> I will bugger you and fuck your mess. <laughs> and that never got trans. Is that over? It never got translated from the. Uh, and it's not so good. That book, is, that book is so good. It's so good. The book is amazing. It's savage. Yeah. Everyone, yeah, yeah. Anyone listening, just check it out. The darkening age. What's her name? Christine. What's her name? H. H. Something. I don't remember. Darkening age. You'll find. I will put it in the show description. Maybe. No, it's great. It's great. It's great. It's um, uh, what I mean, about six or seven chapters into now, like it's it's blatantly one sided and makes no apologies about it. Yeah, but know? pretends it isn't, and and it goes well. Here's the Christian side of things. Oh, everything is wonderful, <laughs> and then at the end of the, the chapter goes, only that's not what happened, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. It's 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 bizarre to see history repeating itself with the ISIS guys in um. Uh, you know, they're part of in Syria and all that kind of stuff, and they're taking down temples now as well. And what the Christians did at the start of their, well, two or three centuries into their faith coming to be popular in Europe and just tearing down, you know, statues left, right and center and temples left, right and center. Because I don't know, it's it's <clears throat> it's a weird thing. But like, I wonder how much of that kind of went on in Ireland. And it's hard to know, really, because so much of Ireland back then in the early in the changeover from celtic tradition to christian tradition like so many of the buildings would have been wood anyway yeah 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 so if they had survived they'd all be fucking fucked now anyway you know of course there would have been a, some stone temples but and it's hard to know plus like even like you know like newgrange newgrange was the story with newgrange and, and the celts is that dagda is the, the main kind of male god but he's lower than anu she's the all powerful female uh, head bottle washer and <laughs> love that expression. I love that phrase. It's great. And I remember Dale for telling me that one years ago. And I've, I've said tried to try to use it in conversation much like I can ever since then. Um, uh, he the Celts had nothing to do with Newgrange. 
they found new grains. New grains is about 5,000 years old. The Celts is, what, between 2 and 3,000 years old. You know, and apparently Dag the rocked up to new grains and went, oh, this is fucking, this is a sweet gap, man. I'm having (laughs) this. And that that became his um, uh, temple. Right, 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 yeah. So it's bizarre to think that, like, I even, there was a man one the other day, we were horse riding, and um, do I have the thing here? You know, no, I don't have it. I I do, hold on. Listeners won't be able to see this, but I made a a wood, one of the wood art things that I do. You know, the swirly Mm -hmm. Celtic thing. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. So it's, it's. Oh, you're getting really good at that. That's like, that's nice, isn't it? Really nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, Always when I compliment people, it's like a tent. Go, oh, you look really thin. It's, it's, <laughs> the, the veils kind of criticism is, you look fat every other time I see you. You know, that's really nice. You get that's a really nice piece. All your other pieces are shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know it's fine. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, so it symbolizes a, a, a trinity, but like that symbol is five, six, seven, eight thousand years old. Like, what was the trinity yeah, yeah, yeah. they were they were getting that? Yeah. I was horse riding the other day, and one of the young girls that. Um, She's not young, she's a teenager that comes down and helps in the stable. She had one of these hats on with the symbol. And I was looking at her going, that's bizarre. Mm. This teenage girl in rural Poland is wearing this six, seven, eight, maybe 10,000 year old. Yeah. Free Celtic Irish symbol. It's like, what the heck? Wow. And isn't it funny, though, like that, that symbol is kind of echoes a bit like a huge <clears throat> wind turbine or, or something like that in the triple <laughs> nature of it. It's odd that that, that, that just. Odd. Oh, <laughs> Maybe I'll put that in the show notes. Now. If anyone <laughs> yeah. wants to buy one, uh, I'll, be do, home. Yeah. I'll be home in a week or two and I'll make yeah. one. I'm making a knife for one of the lads on, on this oh, right. astral thing, the Pete Carroll thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's going to do that, are you? Uh, yeah, I said to him, I said to him, look, you know, I'll never bother buying the book, but if you buy me the book for doing the knife, then sound, I'll do it. All right. Because <laughs> you, know, you yeah. know me, I hate paying yeah. lots of money for books. And it, it's not that the book's that expensive, too. <clears throat> the shipping is unbelievably, it's like uh, 80, it's not, 80 quid or something. Nah, it's not, not in Europe. It's not in Europe. Oh, it is. To send it to Ireland, it was uh, like, because Abraxas bought me mine because it was cheaper for him to buy it in America and for him to send it back to me. I know. I looked it up. It's 30 for the book and then I think it's. 15, 18 for postage to Poland. All right, that's crazy. It's eighty dollars to send to get to buy it in America. I, I think same, when someone last got it or something. Why doesn't someone just fucking print it over there? You know, because I assume there. it's Pete Carroll's self-published. I think. What's no, the story with Pete Carroll? He comes in for, for for some slack every now and again. For like, what's I don't know him a lot. I have never known um, anyone who kind of. <clears throat> Talks about him, and I know a number of people who have interacted with him talk. Ray Sherwin, who was kind of the co-creator, I suppose, of Chaos Magic, they don't talk at all. They, they, he, he's full dot into it. I know he, um, Frater UD and him had a falling out as well, who was another kind of big name. Um, you definitely would have seen Frater UD's uh, books. You know, it's one of them is, um, oh, High Magic. There's one that, that, that made rounds into PDFs anyway. But uh, so anyone else as well, even a couple of people uh, have, have said things, but they don't go any further than that. Just kind of, mm, yeah, you know, so uh, the one thing that the main kind of people seem to have an issue with, and which is fair enough, is that he seems to be slightly racist or very racist, depending on what way you want to look at. He's definitely right. um, had some kind of mm. um, relationship or correspondence or in some way aligned with UKIP at one point or seemed oh, to be. No. And it's this is I 100% have to say this is from me, other people telling me 
I don't know because I, yeah. I I don't read his blog. I don't. I know uh, he had at one point um, a response that he you you about it, and I kind of half read it, and I was going, oh, I don't really care to be honest, because at that point I was doing Lieber Null uh, as part of the study group, and it was annoying me because it's it's for a book that uh, you know is meant to be about you know killing all the, the what's the word the, the kind of uh, the notions of. Uh, <laughs> you know historical stuff you know to keep getting rid of all the baggage or so, so whatever it is yeah. that it just adds way more dogma dogma's the word oh, okay. you okay. know it has its own kind of sense of dogma to it and it's just going like right so you're don't listen to you know the black the black suited guy with the white collar listen to me with my yeah. different dogma okay um, so i think that that but um but I don't know. Like I've I've never met him obviously I don't even know what he looks like the picture that's on um Google if you Google him is not him it's a it's a mathematician that's called, it's like James P Carroll or something okay. it's a different guy but uh cuz this study group explain it to me cuz this is uh... so he has a book called out called Epoch which is essentially it's a like a, a grimoire I suppose it's very similar in the idea I suppose to the Fort Servants and that it has a kind of a deck with it that also are you know spirits or archetypes or something like that and there's kind of a, a necronomicon element to it so a brax what, what does that mean necronomicon um, I've seen this word pop up and I'm just like, I have no idea what that is. Well, mm, let me see. I'll explain about it. It's kind of more like a grimoire, say, we'll do it, then go down the route of a, a neck. The Necronomicon is um, the fabled book from H.P. Lovecraft that's said to exist that then someone wrote uh, in the 1970s and released, calling himself Simon. And, okay. uh, and the, you know, they made a kind of a mass market published uh, paperback out of it and was hugely popular that's commonly referred to as the simon nomicon just you know then there's been a number of different necronomicons coming but anyway okay. the actual epoch thing is probably more of a, a grimoire than anything else but it has elements and um, from what i can gather about and abraxas i'd say he bought it for me because he was very interested and he didn't know anyone really was using it and said we must do a you know a proper study group around it and i was going yeah sure but if we can get other people involved you know even better yeah. But just the cost of not again, not the cost of the book, but this cost of shipping seems to be very prohibitive. But it's starting January first, if anyone wants to do it on the Discord, and he's going to go through a card every three days or an archetype or whatever right. they're actually called. In that, you see, you saying this to me, it's kind of a kind of a modern version of tree life mm. kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, that piqued my interest. I was like, yeah, cool, sounds sounds good to me because you know I'm all about the tree life. I think it's a great system. But you know, if it can be updated and have Cooler shit on it, yeah. Better Fire aesthetics, flames yeah. or whatever. And yeah, cool. Yeah, why not? Yeah, so that's we doing that. That that's that's going to be pretty cool. It'll be the usual thing though. As I, and I've worn the braxes up front. Is it'll be um, everyone will do it for a week, possibly two weeks, and then it'll be me and him doing it for the rest <laughs> yeah. of the month, rest of the year. Oh, that's yeah. how it goes. That's how it goes. I thought I, I think very few people got to the end of uh, any of the study groups. One or two, no, actually, that's a lie. I know two people who always get to the end of them. Mm. Um, Crow Crow and Abraxas being the other one. But, it's probably, uh, probably better, you know, than studying. It's probably better just to put out your own kind of lectures or something about it. You know, not lectures or videos about it, you know, a 10 minute video of people talking about it rather than a big giant study group, you know? Because, like, you kind of saw that when we were doing the, the Ruby challenge as well. It's, <laughs> you're trying to get cats to walk in a line kind of thing you know? yeah, yeah 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 and and plus like stuff was happening in our lives as well well with me you were mm. you were on time with everything but like i was up in between two houses and all kind of stuff shit like that happened so i don't know we'll see you anyway you know 
Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I'm not giving out of it to people about that. Like, I mean, if no, it was interesting was. enough for them, they would have finished to the end of the study group. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah, the, yeah, the momentum, yeah. and it's what I find sometimes is that you don't say you're you're really excited to see a film or something. Oh, I don't know what it is, and then you know the film starts, and you're five minutes in, and you go, ah, oh, this is what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> you go, I oh, know, all right, yeah, all right, yeah, no. <laughs> you know, you know what? I was uh, I was at my fourth. Harry Potter film before that sunk in. I was like, why am I watching these shite films? These are awful. <laughs> yeah. I liked one of them. The one with the, the main one about with Gary Oldman. I thought that was okay. Prisoner of whatever, Wankaban, whatever that was. I had to watch them because not I had to watch them. Finesse loves them. So what are you gonna do? Uh, they're a bit too kiddie for me. I don't know. I don't know what it is with me and kiddie films. Well, I mean the kids kids films, it's just we yeah, pretend that they're not true. for some reason. Yeah, yeah. No, but like if it's animated, I think they're brilliant. Yeah. When, there, when there's real life, or not real life, but when there's actors in that, I'm just like, I don't believe you. You're not swearing enough, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or, you're all te- you're all why is no one kids. saying, what? why is no one saying, oh, um, yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Perfect diction and, you know, perfect articulation of all your thoughts. Like when we were 14 or 15, we were just like obsessed with trying to get the shit. Did you touch the thing? Yeah. There was no, there was no one studying their uh, their spells at that point. Well, I don't, I don't, I first came across Crowley. A lot of touching ones, but you know, <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> so anyway, just get the back, I suppose, to pull go. it back, but to Bill Drummond again. Um, the thing about uh, his the, the new documentary, which is the whole um, is it about is the what, pyramid? This, this it thing, is about is the it? pyramid, yeah. They're, they're not in it that much, it's mostly uh, it's about that being set up and about the people that they involved in about getting it set up like the morticians or the, the morgue yeah. people and still very interesting <clears throat> and uh, Bill Drummond's quote that he has for it is uh, I would be very happy if this film was never shown again <laughs> which is just perfect perfect Bill Drummond but it's 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 an interesting thing given the kind of things that Alan Chapman you know because this is the Alan Chapman podcast talks uh-huh. about the anniversary talks when he talks about you know like um uh, blood of the Saints been mixed, your blood been mixed with Blood of the Saints in the urn and the Desert of Roses, and then it ends up as a pyramid. Well, it's, it's, it's this is kind of one of the things that makes me believe that Bill Drummond or Jim Cauty, whatever one, actually knows what they're doing. The fact that they're, they're mixing everything together to build a pyramid, yeah. and yeah. also, you know, it's, it's a bit too on the nose for it just to have been, oh no, we just thought building a pyramid would be cool, you know, like <laughs> it's, it's, it's an, yeah, an interesting no, I think thing, you're right there, yeah. So 23 yeah. grams of your ashes will be put in a brick. Do you know, I be... can't do it. In Poland, it's illegal to... Um, your ashes have to be... What's the word? Interned in, um, in, a, in a graveyard. Oh, you right. You can't, so you can't, you can't have them on your fireplace or anything like that. No, no, you can't do that. Which I presume will eventually change, right? Because like, there's a good few places I wanted my ashes. Like, I mean, the place I went yesterday, I put it on Instagram. The photo didn't come out great because the weather wasn't good. But like... Man, I went up it's 20 minutes behind here. There's a couple of mountains. The silence, the, the silence was so loud. I was getting the pain in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. You know what I mean? Right. Just sat there and I was doing a bit of Peter Kinsey's incubation thing. The dog was beside me as well. And it's just, I kind of found this kind of mantra that kind of works for me. It's just like, I see, I think, I hear, I taste, I smell. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. You just say that to yourself until it just kind of falls away then. And you're just, he explains it well in that fucking Peter Kingsley again we're talking about him um, he explains it well is that like when you have all your senses uh, how can I explain it actually I can't explain it very well when you have all your senses kind of in tune with the world 
that's touching yeah. eternity, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and this is and this is his or he says that this was Empedocles and Parmenides' um, argument for um, oneness, you know. Mm. And yeah, man, fucking hell, like why fuck did I have it in fucking bucket for cool. yesterday? Oh, just, cool, just, yeah. just like wow, you know, like <laughs> this is this is it, like you know, amazing, you know. And the dog was there to share it with me. Which is lovely. Did, but in an insight, like, did, did the, jo- the dog pick up on it? Like, because sometimes dogs can be very weird. I know, that. the dog the dog was quite as a mouse beside me. It, like, mm. You just hear him whining here because he wants yeah. to get out or he hears people. But oh no, when you take him out, he's grand. He's, he, he didn't move. He just sat beside me. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Well, do you think he was acknowledging the state you were in, is what I mean? Like, were you giving him transmission? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Tommy. The dog love, becoming enlightened besides I, lo- I, I love the dog. I love him, but he's not very smart. God love him, you know. He's he's really <laughs> no, he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's he's particular, no, like, yeah, he's particularly a bit slow though. You know, he doesn't get at him. But he's young, he's only a year and a half. Yeah. I don't know, maybe he did, but like he he sat he, he literally just, just sat down, didn't lie down, just sat down and uh yeah, he was quiet, quiet as I was. It was great, you know. I can't wait for you to come over here, man. I can show you all these places because, like, it's hidden. Like, there's nobody. There's not a, a trace of humanity up there, right? You know, nothing. Well, there's fields that farmers field on. Do farmer things. <laughs> field on farmers do field fieldings. <laughs> um, fieldings. Well, like this time of year, this time of year, there's not. You know, like they and they only they only use it for pasture anyway. So it, 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 it's just for growing grass. Then they cut the silage. And that's it. There's no, it's no proper crop. Right. It's just grass. So it's amazing. You still see litter the way you do in Ireland, even in the most um, remote of places. The place I went yesterday, there was two little spots of it, all right. But it was, it was very old. I'd say it's there about 20 years kind of thing. And it's a right, couple right. of like glass bottles and old plastic bottles that farmers had used years and years ago. But like, not, not bad. So there's even a couple of places for barbecues. And, Picnic table, not picnic ah, tables. Yeah. It's amazing, you know. Can't, can't wait for, to, to get you over here and bring you down here and just get lost. What well, way is lockdown working out over there? It seems we're coming out of it slightly um, next week. Yeah, and the clue, Tommy, a village of 190 people. You wouldn't have a clue what is going on. People don't wear masks. <laughs> I mean, on the street, people, There's not yeah. enough people. But in the shops, people wear masks, and yeah. that's where it counts. I know? think we're dropping a level, but uh, the level that we'd be dropping to would be that restaurants and pubs would open. But we're, and that would be the big difference. Only we're not opening restaurants and pubs, so I don't understand that. Uh, I think I think because we're only allowed to go five kilometers away from our house. I think they're going to bring it to your county. Yeah. But I have to be honest, no one is following it at all, yeah. and every shop is open, and and the numbers Should don't seem to be making much difference. Well, is there a three va- There's three vaccines and four vaccines now, and there's a mouthwash as well coming. Yeah, and there's if it's something else is reading that there's some sort of nasal spray or something that that they can. Dude. Isn't it amazing? And like, people are giving out. Fucking pandemic is like, hold on, hold on a second. This thing is less than a year old. And we have three vaccines and a mouthwash and a nasal thing now. So yeah, now it's getting people to, to 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 do it. And I understand. I understand people would be nervous about it. You'd be slightly. No, I don't understand. No, what I mean is that you know, like I mean, you, you do have things like thalidomide. You do have things like asbestos. You do have times when we fucked up badly. You know, so there right. is that. I don't mean from a conspiracy point of view. In that, I think you know, Bill Gates is trying to chip us or something like that. Although, I mean. <laughs> I understand how people end up there. The, you know, I can I can ap- appreciate it whether I, I, you know, I don't agree with it, obviously. But uh, you know, so there's an apprehension. Like some people don't like needles. Some people, all of these things. But you know, we kind of 
the good thing, I suppose, about it, if you are that way, it's going to be a while before the general populace gets it. So you're going to see fairly quickly, you know, that it's it's you know it's fine when nurses don't die and doctors don't yeah. die and old people. Yeah, man, you know the the, the pod, at least probably not even put the only talk fucking I listen to this podcast to make sure I didn't make a fool of myself. And usually I not too much of a fool. you idiot. Oh, that reminds me. I remember a couple of weeks I said about the Breton Law. I was totally wrong about the Breton Law. There isn't any of them left on the Irish books at all. They were repealed in the 1700s because they were seen as being far too um, idiotic by everyone, (laughs) by everyone, by the Irish and the English. uh, Just like now, these are far too. Like there was one of them was reading about that um, because there used to be so much of it in the day and back in the day in Ireland that you know, young people would fall in love and they'd, they'd elope, you know? Mm. Gretna Green. You know, because a lot of, so, so many marriages in Ireland are arranged marriages, like most fucking countries they were, like, you know? And, but people would, people, young lovers would elope. And there was a thing in it that, um, if you have, uh, if you have, and it was for men, obviously, if you have taken your wife to be uh, upon a boat and have been on ship for seven days, only on the eighth day do you have to inform the family that you have uh, already already oh, married nice. her. <laughs> that's a mad law. Like, you know? yeah. So um, that's so, obviously for people who were fucking off to the new world. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm not allowed to shoot someone with a, a crossbow in front of college. <laughs> Damn it. Damn, that was, no. that... I was saying, oh yeah, 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 the David McWilliams podcast. I really like him. He's an Irish economist. He's really smart. And um, he was saying that... Um, uh, 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 his argument to anti-vaxxers is that look, uh, and it was really simple ones. Well, that vaccines just do what the hu- just do what the human body will do faster. You yeah. know, because we will eventually, through our immunity and through breeding and all that, we will eventually kind of breed out. Yeah, but uh, like COVID nineteen at the cost of maybe fifty million people or something. Yeah, well, it might, <laughs> might it could take five, it could take ten, yeah, yeah, take twenty yeah. generations. We don't know, yeah. but like this will do it in a week, lads. Yeah. Know? So that's all it is. And it's, it's a very good argument because it kind of stops people in their tracks. It's yeah, a, and it's the other thing of going, oh, like do you... Like, go on. Even go ahead, like... <laughs> I was going to say, like, people go like, you know, you're going to have these vaccine passports and stuff like that, and you won't be able to travel. But she can't travel to lots of places now without a, a, a load of vaccines already. You know what I mean? If you yeah, yeah, America, yeah, 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 of course, I mean, yeah. That's not a new idea at all. You know, and it's yeah. like... And the way I kind of say to people... Not that I interact with any of them anymore, because <laughs> the part of it, like, remember you writing about on the Star Ruby uh, report, you've seen that you're just, you know, getting rid of all your social media. And I've just kind of, I one of the greatest things I've ever done is I still have Twitter, but I turned off the timeline. So I can right. only see my messages, yeah, my direct messages. That's yeah. it. So yeah. I check it and you literally check it, <laughs> nothing, gone. Yeah, gone, yeah. Gone. yeah. And then on um, Facebook, I've... Uh, I just follow, you know, a couple of groups or whatever. And so you're not seeing a general timeline at all. You're not seeing, which is, you know, that's a game changer. But um, so I don't interact with people uh, about these things. I just don't see it. And anyone who even mentions 5G, Bill Gates, David Icke thing gets gets an, an immediate <laughs> red card. But it's like, if you think that there isn't, like just for a second, just for the sake of argument that there is a pandemic and that there is this thing, isn't having a vaccine, getting everyone to take it, and then stopping, you know, restricting travel on people that don't take it, the correct thing to do. Like, it's not the logical, you know, if there's no nefarious, underhanded, reptilian, overlord, <laughs> flat earth, Saturn, Jupiter conjunction, end of the world on 21st of December. If there's none of that, right? 
it's not the right thing to do. And it's kind of like, if at that point you go, no, then you go, right, well, you're in the lowest rung of hell, I suppose, if you, if you, if you can't. <laughs> this time next year, it turns out they were all right. And we have to, we have to you know, sit here and go, all right, okay, reptilians, we, we, we believe it now on our flat earth. <laughs> our flat, hollow earth. That is a, <laughs> a donut. Yeah, on a shape that yeah. hurts on the back on of the a, turtle. Turtle, yeah. All the way down. I don't know. People yeah. are so strange. You know? So what about I this December twenty first thing? Are you are you you know are you enthused? Do you, you you feel to be honest, okay, so we might have to explain this a bit. We've been watching this Aeon playlist by a YouTuber whose name I haven't got a fucking clue is. What was his name? Frank. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name. Tyler <laughs> Durden. You know, it's it don't because there is a Tyler Durden who's you, you don't want to send people to, um, for a conspiracy anti-vax type thing. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, and he says at the end of every video, and I've watched countless. Of them. Anyway, it'll be in the show description. No worries. No yeah, worries. Yeah, they're very down. good. He does. Um, <clears throat> they're actually in the Discord. If anyone, if I don't put them in the show description, <clears throat> if you go to the Carl Young section of the Adventures Movie Discord, they're all there. So he goes through Carl Carl Young's Aeon book. And he goes through it chapter by chapter and gives a, he says he makes it as objective as possible mm, without putting any of his personal sight. biases into it. And just tells us, uh, for any of us who probably won't ever read, I don't think I'll ever read I am. It's probably too hard of a book. I've read some of it and it's not, it, it's, you definitely would get your head around it. No yeah, it's not too bad, yeah? Okay. It's not quite, oh, and the mountains and the moon <laughs> and oh, the small people and the big people. All right, cool then. Yeah. I shall make give it a lash then. It's, 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 it's like, it's like uh, Eric Neumann's book in that it's dense, but it's not, mm. it's not, you know, it's not Alistair Crowley language. It's not that oh, okay, okay. language. Like that. Okay, okay, fine then. So I'll, I'll give it a go then. He goes through it and just gives the main point of all the stuff. And and at, even at the start of it, Carl Jung is kind enough to give us a, a kind of a, 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 a recap of his ideas of the shadow, the animus, the animus, yeah, the like consciousness, all that kind of stuff. And then he goes into um, the stuff. <laughs> the stuff, yeah. And I suppose the main argument is that like the, the age of Christianity um, occurred at the time of a change in the astro- astrological calendar from uh, of us going into the age of Pisces. And then it splits into, because the Pisces symbol is two kind of ropes and there's fishes at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so one is going up and one is going kind of, it's like 12 o'clock and three o'clock kind of. So the first thousand years were a blossoming of Christianity. Um, and if you were to understand Jesus's teaching properly, then you would see it as a coming together of the self. So like Jung's individuation, you know, Becoming, knowing your bad side and recognizing it, but being a better person, you know, trying to be as good of a person as you can be, you know. Yeah. But then the second half of the, of the, of the 2000 years, 2160 years, I think, the second half of that then was like the, the, the kind of dismantling of Christianity or Christian thought and, uh, and how we became kind of more scientific and more rational and and, uh, logical in the non-permanity sense of the word well depending what we want and then i mean it's not it's not it's not it's hinted at in the videos that that jung made a prediction but jung's prediction according to uber bio came from something else i think and that on the 21st of december this year there's going to be a monumental fuck up something bad is going to happen yeah but yeah, I was saying to you, like, like there's enough cases for like 
I, I think anyway, in, in, the, in the second half of this, this thousand years, I think there's enough cases there for that. The Antichrist has already been. So like Martin Luther, he could mm-hmm. be argued to be Oh, the, the, the Enlightenment, uh, uh, you know, why a person, you know, it can have a, like, the Enlightenment is the Antichrist in some ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's said as well. The Enlightenment yeah. is, is one um, suspect. Martin Luther is another one. And she then obviously hit the Mr. Crowley. Ah, <laughs> uh, not Crowley. Crowley Great piece, 666. Come on. It's literally, it's literally in his name. <laughs> No, I suppose. But it is interesting, he... I suppose, that, um, and this is, I'm stealing this from Alan Chapman, is that he, he did arrive at the time prophesied, <laughs> you know, like at, the, at mm. the end of Christianity. But uh, I'm sure it was someone equivalent. Well, I suppose you'd, you know, I was going to say someone equivalent earlier on, and you've had any amount of. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think anything bad is going to happen 21st. And like, I'm kind of looking at go, well, you know what? The 21st of December might just be like the very first vaccination it's released. And that's the change that brings us into the new. Age of Aquarius, because like if you look up the characteristics of the supposed age of Aquarius, it's like technologically technological advancements, but that are to our benefit. Um, higher spirituality among people, higher individuation among people, like it's all quite good. But if history repeats itself, like in the age of Pisces, like the yeah. first thousand years is going to be yeah pretty good. Yeah. The people well, on, on, on pretty the good for the side. Christians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> Wasn't so good as we learned from the dark age for everyone else. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. So it'd be good for like, no, but it's... for it'll be good for Elon Musk and uh, <laughs> any transhumanists <laughs> and people who uh, yeah. you know or or uh, want to become cyborgs. So I mean, straight straight to the new eyes to the the cyborg arms. Everyone will be a six million dollar man. <laughs> but I would, t- if I was given the opportunity to take a microchip that like made me fluent in Polish man I take it tomorrow there's no fucking problem you see, that's the thing isn't it though like because everyone goes oh I'm not putting a microchip in me but like you know oh the matrix yeah yeah I want to learn immediately <laughs> I'm up for that it's all yeah. in the presentation really well I suppose that's hacking uh, you know so when Elon Musk and Bill Gates put in this uh, tracking virus or tracking chip into us with the vaccination we'll be able to hack it so we can learn Kung Fu yeah. and fight back nice. <laughs> more more just conspiracy than ever before <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's a really interesting book. The videos are great. They're only about, what, eight, ten minutes long kind of thing. But um, very, so the, very the, the conjunction book. or the thing that's happening on the 21st is Jupiter and Saturn are the closest together that they've been in. It's not as if this doesn't happen. Like, it, it, it's that this is the closest they'll, they'll be mm. to get, together in a long while. So it is interesting, Jupiter being that he's, you know, it's the god of plenty. It's the Dagda equivalent kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and Saturn is the male effect, which is, the, you know, the, the thing that takes things away. That's the conjunction of opposites which i mean you know the, which is like so much occultism and young and uh, this kind of thing where the opposites meet all of this stuff which is all over the, the magia stuff as well that's interesting that's happening <laughs> you know well it, it's the and, and it, as close as that yeah. can happen because your man the, the the youtuber he, he points out to these things occurring because young um young in the book uh, writes about a few of these things happening and one of them was when uh I think Nostradamus released one of his, uh, or released the book of um, his predictions. Another one was around the time Martin Luther nailing up his thing. So, like, big things do happen around these occurrences, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it has to be said as well. He also said, like, ah, yeah, it was a year or two later when it happened. And, and one of them in particular, I remember he's going, <laughs> and it's so close. And it was like, I can't remember the dates, but like, said, and it was like 16, did this starting line have 16 and one? And as we know, in 1742. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's not so, quite that bad, but it's not it's not far off. But I suppose that's the kind of fallacy, I suppose, of astrology is, is thinking that it has to be bang on the date. We're obviously, 
um, if we were to take it seriously, it would be like say this December of 21st. That's when the you know the conjunction's at its peak. But I mean, it's obviously the effects are happening now and will happen after. So it's not as if it's just an event that happens at one yeah, point yeah, in yeah, time. Yeah. It's the movement too and the movement away <clears throat> and all that kind of stuff. You know, just the thing about like like people will say, I don't believe in astrology because blah, blah, helping the planets affect you. But like here, man, the moon. Yeah. The moon, sure, yeah, the yeah. moon fucks with our sea twice a day. What are you talking about? Like, no life about? on this planet without that moon <laughs> at all. Or, or that other big shiny one. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, if, if you just look at things that are from an energy perspective, then they have to be putting out some kind of energy that is that is, that is felt in other places as well. Like the way my energy affects your energy or mm. kids' energy kind of stuff. Mm. You know, okay, it is very woo and it's hard to get your head around. Yeah. But like if you if you just look at it like no, everything is basically energy. Yeah. You know, then it has to affect uh, other or even if you if you take out the whole physicalness of it too, it's just markings of time. You know what I mean? That that's that's you know, like a calendar or thing. And if mm. everything is cyclical, which it seems to be, given mm. you know, you, you look at it in any kind of way, then you know, when these come back, it's just the stars happen to be there when this happened before. So we we've took note of that, you know, yeah. and so now it's a representation rather than the stars are making that happen, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, you know, yeah, or whatever. Like there's yeah. any amount of, I think the thing that really killed astrology was the, the you know, like the horoscopes and newspapers, Mystic and, Meg and all that, and stuff. all that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think though. I mean, I, I would have just like I said last week, week before. Like I'd, I'd be more hopeful looking to the future. I think people will get their act together. I think really what holds people back is governments and. You know, the corpo's in power and they're so fucking powerful. But like, you know, come the revolution, you know, we'll resurrect Che Guevara and <laughs> <laughs> Che Guevara Lynch. <laughs> and uh yeah, so I don't know, I'd be hopeful. Like I don't think I don't think all technology is bad. Most technology is actually pretty fucking good, like and, and fairly useful. You know. Yeah. But saying that, you know, I'm living here in rural Poland at the minute and life is very easy for me. I'm not living in a big city with a pandemic where everything is for you have to be watching over your fucking shoulder and washing your hands every five minutes yeah you know so i know my perspective is well that's the thing and the that's, same as most of the listeners would be yeah and, and just to go back to you know, kingsley because i mean it's essential that we do this constantly and um, <laughs> when he talks about in the spirits of the of the depths in that video that we were talking about he's talking about young and stuff like that but he's talking about this whole idea of that both being positive and being pessimistic about the future the past the present whatever is equally futile because it doesn't allow you to see what it actually is yeah yeah, yeah you know what i mean yeah. not futile that's not the correct there's word. another uh, one there's, there's, one, there's one popped up on, on my reddit yesterday and the alan watts reddit that popped up and saying that like no i think it was the quote was something something along the lines of um your heightened anxiety towards whether something happens or not will not change whether it happens or not yeah yeah uh, yeah I, thought, sure. I mean it's it's such a simple thing but for people who have anxiety it's very fucking difficult to to trick your brain to stop thinking about it like that because there's a superstitious element to it that i've noticed in as well particularly i remember someone telling me i think i said this podcast before when i was at college that she said it was kind of a in a sense of ritual she had to do where she had to freak out about this exam and once she freaked out about it then she was grand ah. but she and in a sense had to have the right. but if she didn't freak out about it she felt she wouldn't do well in the exam Strange, you know, so right? it's kind of a super like thing so i mean I'm, i assume not say all anxiousness and thing is superstitious. I'm not saying that at all. But that the kind of sometimes we can feel we need to worry about these things mm. because we're not taking it serious. Or mm-hmm. if we don't, that you know something bad's going to happen. You know, yeah, oh, I have yeah, to worry yeah, about yeah. this. I have yeah. to. 
Yeah. Why? Why do you have to worry about? Because that's yeah, not, yeah, yeah, that's not yeah, what we yeah, do. Yeah. Do we don't worry yeah. about these things? But there's also then the stigma of you're not a good person if you don't worry about these things, you know, or you're not concerning yourself with the world problems, whatever. And even down to you saying, "Well, I'm, you know, I'm in rural Poland having a great time." There's this kind of thing that you have to qualify. But I know that the world isn't like this, and who am I to be <laughs> yeah, here in Poland? And you know, yeah. and this kind of a, and I understand part of it. I was just trying to, be, you know, be one with everyone, and you know, see things from a different point of view but there is a i would suspect there's a motivation in that is it that is you know partly this guilt thing or whatever yeah yeah well the catholic like, guilt thing rather than just i don't a love of guilty. humans i don't feel guilty but i know that like you know my experience is quite different from say you know most of the listeners are being american they're living in yeah. cities and stuff and my experience is very different from theirs where the pandemic is bad. the pandemic is, is is pretty bad in poland but like it's quite avoidable if yeah, you're able yeah, to yeah. get into the countryside. Most people are living in apartments and they can't. They don't have anywhere to go. You know what I mean? So like, I'm 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 very fucking lucky. And sometimes I sometimes I do I suppose feel a bit guilty about being so lucky. Yeah. But I also appreciate the look, yeah. the, the 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 fortune that I have. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like the other day, <laughs> I was annoyed the other day with you about my mega account getting closed. Yeah, I know, but that that you'll have to explain that to the people what it is. But that's that's okay that to be annoyed with that explain of what, course what it is. it's okay to yeah, be annoyed yeah. so like i have mega is this kim.com thing he doesn't do it anymore but um when you sign up for account you're given an encryption key and they tell you a million times take care of this encryption key yeah. but i handed over my laptop for a fella to, to put install a solid hard drivey doohickey thing and he lost all my program files he kept all my films yeah he had a leprechaun porn and all that kind of stuff thankfully <laughs> uh, <laughs> when, I, when I was leaving the shop the other day, he said 93. So he'd obviously been fucking going. <laughs> did he? Really? Of course, of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> really? Did he? Did he? Like, ah, idiot. Idiot. <laughs> Why would he say 93 in English? What, what would 93 in Polish be? Uh, just, uh, just, 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 no one's going to say that. Doesn't have much you just say love is the law. Love on the love will. Love is the law. Gra- gra- oh, that's, that's Irish. Just hands back the laptop. Goes, I'm not going to try and translate it. There is so, no um, law above love. <laughs> what? So anyway, so I, I got locked out of Mega account because I lost this encryption key. I was going mad with you. These fucking bastards, I'm paying all this fucking... Rah, 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 rah. And I was in the fucking height of it. Because I'd been pissed off. I'd lost all my Photoshop and all this thing. And the internet down here is so fucking slow. It took a whole day to, to install all the just the creative cloud part of it not yeah. even the, oh, the, the, the apps you know yeah so i was just in the height of it and then i dropped down to the shop a bit and i texted you again i said i'm a fucking easy man why am i getting so pissed off i have a computer that was able to get fixed it's fixed life's mm. grand i'm all right you know yeah i, I suppose though because you lost your mega there, there is a kind of a what have i lost panic to it as well have i lost all my kids photos have i lost stuff that i can't get back yeah. I, I, like and then i think oh maybe he lost all his work stuff did you did you lose yeah, stuff all i lost was back? fucking carl young videos and shit like all right that. that i that yeah. i can give you again yeah, exactly you have everything yeah. but it is it's, it's a funny thing because when you're in the midst of that kind of role or that pendulum or whatever that mm. is mm. the world is completely different you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's a complete <laughs> yeah so it's like yeah that's a good, good kind of you like it sometimes what I find it's interesting you can catch yourself say you're coming home from the shop and you start arguing with someone in your head you know, like, you know <laughs> and then you go oh and you're getting really annoyed and then you catch yourself and you go oh, yeah but I'm kind of enjoying this <laughs> but you know you shouldn't be doing it you kind of want to indulge it you know it's, yeah, it's that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of so you can see how yeah. you get into the vortex of the thing 
there's plenty, plenty of people who say that. I know Kingsley's one of them says that these kind of feelings and all that they're an entity that's alive, and by engaging with them, you're you're feeding them. You know, mm. so it's better just to to, to see them and say, now nah, your anger, yeah, like it's a demon, for example, your uh, anger, evil genius, yeah, you're 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 a cacodemonos. fuck off. Well, that's the point bike. then, I suppose, of the Mergia, <laughs> no. uh, the, the binding process is that yeah. you, you, you rumple Stilskin, if you find its name, you see what it is, yeah. and then next time it comes, you go, not today, Satan. Exactly, yeah. It's um, fierce interest, it? it's, and it's very, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, more, the more I kind of learn about this chap, Kingsley, the more I kind of like him, all right. I, I love his sense of fashion, too, the sleeveless jumpers. Oh, beige, beige all over the place. He's such a ride, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's. I think there's a, the stage because you're going through the same stages of uh, Peter Kingsley that I went through. In the it's it's kind of like the stages of uh, what is it, of loss, you know, of death, where you know there's the acceptance, there's the anger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. funny, isn't it? Yeah. Very, very funny. I like as well the way he said that we Dominic shared a podcast that he was on. That was very good as well. He said something really nice that I like. He was like, look, I I I welcome. Um, the not cynics what's the skeptics i welcome the skeptics because i want them to get to the root of their skepticism i was like yes bang yeah yeah, you got me there man i like that you know because that's the the, the, you know we've spoken this before the way i look at stuff is i try and find the hole in it first sure and then then break it but if i can't break it then i'm like okay he's onto something here yeah yeah yeah, that's exactly it's right up my alley is someone saying something like that like okay invite the skeptics find the skeptical thing and ask like, mm. why are you being skeptical? And I know why I'm, why I'm being skeptical because I need to find the thing that I think is the biggest issue with. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's the doubting your doubt thing, isn't it? Really, like yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, Peter Kingsley, I like you. <laughs> so, as we've been talking the last couple of weeks about the John Lennon problem, um, yeah. and ha- about this whole kind of notion of separating. I suppose personalities from the teachings or the art from the artist and stuff like that. I thought we would watch um, a documentary this week, and I can never pronounce his name right, so I'm going to get it wrong. Chogyam Trungpa. Yeah? What do you think? Said right? Chogyam Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche. Rinpoche. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a documentary called Crazy Will- Crazy William, no, <laughs> Crazy Wisdom, The Life and Times of Chagyam Trungpa Rinpoche. And why, because um, I know, knew nothing about him other than his name. Um, Alan Chapman mentions it a few times, but I've seen, I've seen him in, you know, different places. He's all over Audible, you know, there's, there's kind of, uh, he's brought up a lot on Reddit and stuff like that. And all I knew about him was that he was an alcoholic. And I was going, well, so was Alan Motts, so was, you know, any amount of people. <laughs> So the documentary is essentially his life story from when he arrives in America. And he's Tibetan, isn't it? Am I right? In, oh, in, in England first, isn't it? England first. Well, wherever it is. When he arrives to the West, to uh, the, 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 uh, the Peter Kingsley <laughs> epoch of the world. And uh, he, uh, it's basically, he's that standard kind of guru who comes over and wants to teach, you know, bring the teachings of the East to the West, whatever. Other than he's completely and utterly honest about being an alcoholic, drug addict, sex addict. Thing. It just goes, I'm, that's who I am. What's what's your problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and people, yeah. for the most, well, like external people to him had, had, I suppose, a bit of a problem. But the people who are interviewed on it, there's a genuine love and feeling of, you see that, I suppose, in, in a lot of those kind of guru documentaries where you see people are like, well, properly see, look, fascinated look, look, look. with these You people. remember, like, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, we did the Adi one. 
And yeah. the Daddy Dow one was, it felt like a whitewash. It was a puff piece. You know, puff yeah. piece, whitewash, that didn't explain why he had to get out of America and leg it to Fiji yeah. because of the sexual abuse allegations. None yeah. of that is, is said at all. <clears throat> so you feel like you're being cheated when you're watching something like that. And like, uh, no, apart from even that, I didn't feel like I learned anything at all from that documentary. Yeah, Adi Dad didn't come across as anyone with new insight, new teachings. It was just a rehash of what you would already a, have heard. A brochure for the cult, yeah. Yeah. essentially. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas with this lad, like, you know, he had to go through fucking awful hardship to get to like the tree. They said that when China invaded Tibet, he was told by his teacher, like, you have to go, you have to get out of here and you have to spread um, Buddhism uh, to the West in the, in the way that the West will understand. So like he moved, moved, moved to England and just did all these courses on like classical literature and the classics and all that stuff so he could learn how to uh, kind of translate his teachings into a Western um, kind of mind or, or mm. way of thinking. But 300 people left Tibet in his group and only, only 13 made it to India. So like all the rest oh, wow. of them froze to death, died, yeah. starved or deserted along the way, you know, got shot. And um, you know, that's the fucking hero's journey right there. Like, yeah. he gets to he gets to England then, and he starts um, teaching in Oxbridge or Cambridge, Oxford or Cambridge. Oxbridge, one of, them, <laughs> Oxbridge. Oxbridge one of the po- college, one of the, one of the posh, posh schools. Where the row, where they do lots of rowing for some reason. Yeah, Boris Johnson was having sex with a pagan, David <laughs> Cameron or whatever the fuck that was. Um, there's there's <clears> one really uh, interesting bit. He, he went off. He was invited to Bhutan by the Queen of Bhutan to give uh, uh, lectures uh, about uh, Buddhism. And when he went there, he kind of went a bit mad. And he was saying that, like, he didn't know what he was going to talk about. He hadn't a clue. And then he wa- went down, he wandered down into this cave and lay down, did a kind of incubation thing, mm. and it came to him. But it was a bit, uh, uh, what's the word? Apoc. Apocalyptical, apocalyptical, apocalyptical. Yeah, it was a bit end of the worldy. End of the worldy, and his teaching kind of changed after that because instead of it being all flowers and lovey dovey, you know, we can all be enlightened, and it was kind of like, no, we need to get our shit together. Like, yeah, yeah, something's gone wrong here. Save our to save our 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 species. We need enlightenment. And what I liked about Matt's documentary goes on. Then he's kind of he he without being um, strict or harsh with the students, he just knows when to turn the screw at the right time mm. to open their eyes to something else. Like at one stage, he sets up a military type thing. And they're like, why, why are you doing this? And he was like, no, well, you know, in, in 500 years time, we want to see this, um, I don't remember the name of the army, this army coming, walking down the street and instead of people being in fear, they'll smile because- Yeah, yeah. We're bringing peace, you know. I was like, yeah. Jesus. So it's like, you know, using the military against itself to spread peace. Spread peace. Yeah. No. Oh, brilliant. You know. Really, yeah. really brilliant. The means of your binding can become the means of your unbinding. There you go. You know. And it's like it got met. <laughs> the baton comes over and makes everyone have elocution lessons. I just thought that was exceptional. <laughs> Queen's English as well. Like, I, I'd, have, I'd have fallen out with him then. Like, He'd have make me. Ooh, oh, yeah. <laughs> How now, Brown? Oh, God. Fucking. But, uh, there was a, uh, and, um, but he was in the fast cars too, and he crashed. 
and he was kind of paralyzed halfway down his uh uh, one side of his body's left hand side, and there's an interesting kind of funny saying your man goes, So it was really weird. He could, you know, it was hard for him because he couldn't do the dishes, he couldn't clean his clothes, whatever. Not that he did that before, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, his wife, when she met him, goes, Oh, we, we were in bed for 24 hours, you know. And then at the end of it, he says, We should get married. She goes, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wait, but like all the women were, were uh, uh, all the women were incredibly happy with him who mm. spoke about him afterwards you know so they were like he must have been hung like a fucking donkey yeah no. i mean and, and but it's kind of like even his wife was kind of kind of initially was annoyed and then was kind of all right whatever kind of you know there wasn't i think it was what i enjoyed about him is this upfrontness of that he wasn't trying to hide it was none of this was done in secret none yeah. of it was kind of lewd or underhand or you know predatory or anything everyone involved going by this documentary uh, alone mm. seemed very willing and able and you know open to it and you know like mm. kind of concerned maybe you shouldn't drink so much but at the same time he's going well this is what i do you know mm. Where, Chris, this, this thing called crazy wisdom because yeah. the tibetans have a thing someone told me this before as well you know uh, brian was telling me before he'd met tibetans before and he's like Paddy man they're like the fucking Presence and their dog. <laughs> this house man is crazy. You know what? Um, what um, it's uh, uh, just to explain to people. You know when BBC are interviewing people and kids start <laughs> running into the and, and you know cleaners and stuff like that. This is essentially what's happening in a Spud's house right now. Exactly. Yeah. But he was saying there's going to be a funeral coming through at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> sort of parade. <laughs> he was saying that like yeah, buddy man, the fucking the Tibetans man, they're like the Irish of of, of, of Asia. Honestly, God, they're mad into partying and drinking and fucking and smoking and, and they are yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. because this one of this one of this tenets of their uh, buddhism is that you know you should enjoy your body mm. you know and not be like doing penance and you know not oh no i can't have a drink because it can keep me far away from god like, oh, I don't know. it's like mm. he, one of the fellows quotes benjamin franklin is like look we we have proof that god loves humans because you know wine it's exactly the same thing in, in that type of Buddhism is that enjoy your body, enjoy your life. If you like smoking cigarettes, fucking smoke cigarettes. If you like drinking beer, drink beer. Obviously, don't take it to an excess, but do it in an enjoyable way, you know? Mm. So, yeah, no, like yeah that don't be Puritan about it, I suppose. Like, yeah, yeah, you don't have to be a Puritan. Balance and all things. Um, I liked as well that when, 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 when the upsticks and left um, Cambridge, Oxford, Edinburgh, Oxford, um, Oxford, Edinburgh, uh, wherever he, um, and he moved to, to Boulder, Colorado. As everyone looked, seems to if, do. Seems if to there was anywhere, if there was anywhere to live in America, man, it would be fucking Colorado for sure, man. With the, the skiing and Salt Lake and all the hippies, man. yeah, all, all the, the new ages, man. I love it. I say it's fucking brilliant. And um, but yeah, the, he set up this thing of being like, uh, set up the schools and and and, and having people coming and doing talks and all and it wasn't just people from the east coming over and telling westerners how to think kind of thing he was like he had like people like he had fucking what's his name uh burrows william burrows come oh yeah, yeah, yeah. give talks alan ginsburg mm. would come and even got just shots of alan ginsburg in the audience asking yeah questions yeah asking stuff, the question you know? yeah yeah brilliant and so like he, he, and he kind of ducks the he just goes yeah whatever yeah you know, <laughs> <laughs> but it just shows that like he was being in, in, inclusive of 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 the cultural whatever influencers I suppose you call them now mm. and trying to get them 
into this so that it would help spread the message of Eastern Buddhism, but doing it in a, in a, in a frame that, you know, stupid white people can understand, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. very, very interesting way of doing things. I, I mean, the, watching that, just, I was like, this fella's cool. Like he's such yeah, a nice yeah, yeah. man. And like, okay, he fucked a lot of women, but the wife was okay with it. So yeah. I, who am I to judge? Proper rock star guru, you know, like, I mean, and you can't have, I suppose, a scandal when you're just that open about it. You know, yeah. the scandal element of it is the preying on, you know, it's the hiddenness or whatever. And I suppose an awful lot of these kind of gurus who had these scandals had to just been open and upfront about it. Would it have been different from it's hard to know because you have that that whole thing of that, you know, a teacher and a student, you have that dynamic that it's it's not a fair dynamic, you know, mm. and that, that whole kind of that we understand. I think, from... I think with a lot of them though, it's because they're kind of creepy old men, you know, because it mm. takes PB people so long to become enlightened that you know they're usually in their 50s, 60s, 70s, by the time they get there and they're teaching yeah. you know, these amazing looking 20 year olds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And like but but this fella, he was he was born enlightened or something. Was it eight months or something? He was identified as a reincarnation of one yeah, of the yeah. elders yeah, or something. He said he didn't have an awakening until later or whatever. But like so, right. I, mean, I suppose he can be born a reincarnation of a, an enlightened being, but you still have a yeah. bit of, you still have to realize it or something like but look, I, who does stuff like that? Who can you go to and say, right, part of my past lives, what, what, what did I do? Oh, there's any amount. There's a guy here you can go to and tell Yeah, you. but are they, are they good, though? Are they trustworthy? Depends on, you know, who, who do you believe? Who do you, you know, yeah. there's, there's plenty of healers and there's plenty of these different things. The proof is in the pudding. You would have to go and, and see yourself. Who's on Discord? Which one of your listeners wants to look <laughs> into my past lives and find amazing stuff about how I uh, almost killed Hitler and... Uh, I don't know. I killed Genghis Khan, and no, why has it got to be killing? What the fuck is wrong? I don't. Know. Why has it got to be all bad stuff? And yeah. uh, and I killed a load of children. And it was, I, uh, it was I, Che Guevara. I was a revolutionary leader yeah. who, in a bloodless. I was, I was Gandhi. No, 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 Gandhi. Gandhi had sex with boys. Didn't he? I don't want to be Gandhi. No, um, he also let his wife die. Oh, I would have taken medicine and then talked to medicine when he got oh, sick. Yeah, no, I definitely don't want to be him then. Um, Bob Marley. No, Bob Marley was alive when I was alive. No, no, Bob Marley died before me. I was born. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool if you were like, yes, but you were Bob Marley. Oh. Yeah, but, but you weren't. You were definitely, you know, Mick Kelly, for, uh, who, you know, worked on the farm for 70 years and died. I'm your, I'm your granddad. Am I yeah. your granddad, Tommy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's you're so nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember when I went to uh, Glastonbury years and years ago, and there was um, oh, there was at least three reincarnations of Maryland going around. You know, and I was asking, how did it, you know, how did it work that out between them? Who's the real one? And their answer, which I mean, okay, fair enough, was that Maryland was such a huge energy that he now incarnates as a number of different people. Oh, were these these three these three dudes were mates like? Well, Glastonbury's like it's not that huge of a thing uh, of a town, so that you know. You can't probably were in the same pub together quite regularly, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the thing, but it's like Glastonbury's so fluffy. Um, and that thing you were saying about going to Boulder, Colorado, where you know, oh, they're all the hippies in the new age or whatever. I was in Glassbury for 10 days, and you you just want to go, well, money is please talk about East Enders or something. <laughs> you know, no, it's a, just this constant oh, and you're just going, Oh, right, this is wonderful to be here. And all the all the books and you know, all the, the great kind of you know, healthy vegetarian food that you know you just couldn't get in Ireland at the time, and I'm just like, oh my god, football, anything. I listen to someone talk about football, anything. <laughs> um, did you like what he had to say about art? I thought this, I want I want your opinion on this. Say it, I can't, I can't remember. I, I got I was a bit drunk. Um, by that, so. so he said, um, 
because uh, he had this thing about they were talking about the first door that they put up at the at the Colorado building, <clears throat> and it had to be had to have certain colors in certain places because that's where the, the pixels of your eye, not the pixels of your eyes. What's in your eyes? The rods, whatever cones, the rods in your eye, rods and cones in your eyes are drawn naturally to certain parts of things okay. you're looking at. So that's been certain colors, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's Dharma art, you know. Mm. And he was saying in one of the lectures, I have it written here, on, to, to enlighten a society, you need to change the culture. To do that, you need to change the art. To do that, you need to change the principles it's based upon, So, which should be Dharma art. And then it cuts away to two artists. One, um, one of them says, Dharma art is being in the water of the river rather than drawing the river. And then the other guy says, um, in Dharma art, you don't create the fish, you catch the fish, you know? Mm. So you being the artist, what's your take on stuff like that? Well, the, you don't catch fish, or you don't create fish, you catch fish. Yeah, that would mm. be like my whole thing of the conduit thing or the idea space. So you're the, you know, the thing. Um, the interesting that Dharma art thing is kind of it's. It would kind of suggest to me that, that uh, you know it's to doing art that's not in a sense not for you. You know, it's it's not it's not to express necessarily. Tommy Kelly, it's to express whatever is trying to come through Tommy Kelly, you know, that it's right. to, to not get that kind of way. But that's that could be me clouding it with the fact that that's what I think art is anyway. Or, you know, or like, is it or is it rather than making art that's your interpretation of the world, you're uh, uh, it's an interpretation of the world for everyone rather than just for you? Yeah, 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 but that, that you're getting very much. Unless you're, you know, pure spirits and stuff like that, you get very into egotistical waters very quickly in that, you yeah. know, like I'm going to interpret the world through my art. I think you can only be honest in yourself and try <laughs> to interpret. I don't, maybe great artists don't think this way. Maybe it's just, you know, all yeah. right artists like it, myself think this way. I think a potential problem with stuff like that is that when you put too many rules on art and you say, like, okay, everyone has to follow the fucking golden proportion or whatever, golden ratio. The ratio, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't. I don't think it's. I think it's more of an. Oh, no, I know it's not that, but just that's yeah. just an example yeah. of a rule that, that that could be forced upon people. You know. Well, Dharma I suppose art. it would be a case. Maybe let me see. Would it be if we take a look at music? Is to, to you know not do manufactured stuff, but do stuff that's you know real for you know mm. thing. But at the same time, when it comes to manufactured bands and stuff that people have you know a huge issue with Westlife, Boyzone, or New Kids on the Block, or whatever they bring joy. Countless number of people and speak to people in ways that you know they definitely don't speak to me or whatever. Um, but who am I to say that's not an expression of you know the Beatles to, to an extent are a manufactured band, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's I don't know to when you start saying what's authentic art and what's inauthentic art and what's you know, I think you're getting into mm, possibly not great territory, but like there's definitely stuff that is not, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Too. But uh, I, I, th I don't think <clears throat> that's what he said. I, th I think it's more an ethos or an approach rather than um, that. I think it comes back to the, you know, the, it's you're bringing something to again, the Alan Chapman podcast, you're bringing something from eternity to trying to bring it into time. Mm. That that's what you're doing. You're, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Because so that like you that change well. here, so that the world changes here because of what you've done. He, he was saying that you know every every art piece has a life form of, of, of its own. You know, yeah. Which I thought was nice. Um, or the young thing of uh, of um, you know, ideas of people. People don't have ideas, and I mean that's putting it all in its head. But it's I, I think that's true. Mm. 
and you can certainly see it and I know you use this example a lot you can see it when people have the same idea at the same time from out of nowhere like doesn't you know whatever it is three people come up with the steam engine within a week of each other yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Each other, or, or yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I know there's a momentum building towards that and you know that there is some sort of like they didn't one day we'll go oh steam engine you know there's obviously society <laughs> is going in such a way but yeah or we all have the i you know that you know we've got the idea for an amazing film or a book or whatever and we do nothing with it and a year later the idea has fucked off to someone who is going to do something <laughs> you go, oh that's my that's my film I, that, that, that. Yeah, but you didn't do anything i was not gonna wait around for you <laughs> yeah we'd be all copywriting ideas when elon Musk has his chips in our fucking heads man yeah. <laughs> um yeah and then and the, 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 that then was when the kind of the women the sex part of it came up with like, like the, well he interviewed well he interviewed the wife earlier in it and then he interviewed her again here and you know she looked a bit torn between you know obviously she was married to him and he was mm. you know, sleeping with other women and all that but she was able to accept him as he was and I don't know. It's hard not to judge people with stuff like that. I mean, yeah. But, you know, if people are happy, people are happy. You know? Well, I know in the George, uh, George Harrison documentary that Martin Scorsese does about when he's talking to his wife, Olivia Harrison, and they're talking about this thing, you know, that women love George Harrison, he loved women, and there's the old thing of how do you stay married for so long? Yeah. Well, you just don't get divorced, you know, and you just kind of... But she was saying that after each kind of incident, and she was kind of talking around it because you know it was, it was it's you know you don't want to be slagging off your husband in the martin scorsese documentary um but kind of saying that after each kind of incident or whatever there, you know there would be a closeness or you know to get back or to come there'd be some sort of rejuvenation of it and not to say that you know you should go off and shag women so that you know it's a you know actually actually wife this is good for our relationship we will have a <laughs> rejuvenation or whatever but i, I think it's just more if yeah. i can have sex with my care but i think when you marry <laughs> Um, George Harrison or you marry you know the guru and yeah you're I often wonder that people who marry rock stars or whatever there must be some sort of relationship or uh, rule or acknowledgement that you know I'm a rock star man you know it's going to be anyway man <laughs> oh Mickey my young my youngest has come into the room now and she wants YouTube to work in. say hello how are you Big orange, big orange face on you. You're drinking orange juice, were you? Okay, I'll fix this for you. Talk he's later, a, Tommy. Talk he's later. A, he's the it's a spit of aga. <laughs> you want hot wheels? No problem. I'll put on hot wheels for you. <laughs> so yeah, um, like with the whole like the rocks, there must be some sort of um, acknowledgement that you know he, he's he or she is, is probably in a different position than wait a most second. marriages. Mm-hmm. How did he know to say hello? Why? You said say hello. Yeah. Hello. How did he hear you? How did you hear that? Are you are you not um actually have your headphones plugged in? Are yeah, you using? Yeah, yeah. No. Or did I tell you to say hello? Did I tell you to say hello? Maybe I did. I don't know. I don't <laughs> Some magic it's just good content. It's just are good you content. Merlin? Are you Merlin? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, the, the the bit at the end was uh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, but women. No, that, that's kind of kind of my point. Like that is like going that there's a like there's an acceptance in one sense, even though she doesn't like it's the wife that she kind of goes, well, this is who he is, and if I want to be with him, this is what I have to in a sense put up with, or just, okay, just have to acknowledge, which is what I was saying that that's kind of the conclusion that uh, uh, George Harrison's wife came up with. Yeah, nice. 
or whatever, or Bono. I don't know. Maybe Ali Houston has the same thing with Bono or whatever. It's not, you know, because he definitely was going out with Andrea Cord at some stage, wasn't he? Like, yeah. And there's like, there's one of the like one of the women that's interviewed during that part. She's like a, she's a, she also went on to become a, a Buddhist teacher, and she was like, I don't really have an explanation for his yeah, yeah. behavior. You know what are you doing? You know, it's like it's just that's the way he was, and like. I don't know if it's right or wrong. It's just that's the way it was. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, that's kind of enlightenment, I suppose. It's just not judging. It's just saying that's the way it is. That's yeah, how yeah, it was. That's what happened. Yeah. That's what happened. I mean, I, uh, not judging it. Just go, this is what happened. You know, it's neither good, it's neither bad. You can make a case for both, probably. And it's come back to the Peter Kingsley thing of having a positive or a pessimistic view. Does it, you know? Is wrong in the sense of that you don't get to see what it actually is, whereas yeah. that she was kind of pointing out the fact this is just what it was, and everything else is just an opinion about it. It's not what it was, you know. And it is interesting because that could also, though, you know, from a, a an outside thing, you go, well, that that could be, you know, the, the the brainwashy kind of thing or whatever, you know, that it seemed right at the time, but looking yeah. back on it now, it seems very odd. Why would I allow myself to do that? Which you hear from an awful lot of, you know. Uh, people who talk about say and i don't think this was a cult but you know talk about cults or you know organizations that they were in that it, you know why did you do these things because well it just seems that's what you know that what we were doing you know like when things get carried away and going too far it just it seems to me you get caught up in the, the wave of it or something whatever yeah. without going so far as to you know we were just following orders stuff yeah it's not quite I, that. Think, like, I think that's kind of what the adidas stuff was it's just like yeah. well we were not so much told what to do but it was hinted at us what to do so we just kind of slept with them and stuff yeah whereas this one is like it was when it seemed kind of natural that the girls would be attracted or they would be attracted to each other and then they'd <clears> sleep <throat> together a few times or whatever you know yeah and it didn't seem forced or predatory or no it, that, that no. definitely it didn't feel predatory in the but again, no. that could just be the spirit of the documentary. <clears throat> if you watch another one, he might have been a very different character. But going just by this documentary alone, it didn't feel the predatory thing that you get mm. from other documentaries about similar people or similar uh, situations. Yeah. And it seems to be the difference is that he just wasn't hiding it. He wasn't pretending he wasn't a person who wasn't into sex, who yeah. wasn't into drinking. He was going, I, this is what I, who I am. Yeah. And if you're around me, this is what I'm doing. Whereas the other ones say like, oh, I don't want to give names or whatever, pretend that they're not that. Yeah, be hiding yeah, it. Stuff, hiding you know? it. You know, Winking oh, you must nudge. give up your sex. Yeah. You, know, you must become pure, secretly shagging everyone, you know, an hour later. Yeah, 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 and no yeah, one can yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. it. So it's yeah. a, everyone feels abused, you know, yeah. because they were abused in a sense. Yeah, exactly. Not in yeah. a sense, we're abused. Yeah. Um, it's an odd one, though. I liked him. I, I bought a load of his audiobooks after the same to you. They're all fairly cheap and audible. They're about two. Yeah. quid or whatever so well but what are they are they are they a past through enlightenment type of thing or are uh, they some of them are um transcripts of lectures writ are read by other people some of them are books he actually read so i don't or wrote um i don't know and he he doesn't seem to do any of the narration which is always a bummer i kind of like although you know queen's english my, in his funny in his funny yeah. english accent I like the way that he was teaching people in that, like, okay, he was given the elocution lessons, but the elocution lessons to speak the Queen's English was to, uh, one of them explains, it was to give them an appreciation of the importance of language um, yeah. in, in Buddhism. 
uh, and stuff like that. So you, you can also make a case for magic and stuff like that. As well. Sure, you know, yeah, spells, etc. You know, so and then with the army stuff and things like that, just at the right, at the right times, he would know how to push them into new places to 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 look for learning. You know, I thought it was a very interesting way of stuff because too many a lot of these people. It comes across as if they're trying to fucking they're trying to they're trying to hammer water into a stone shape, you know what I mean? Mm, and they're getting yeah, yeah. nowhere. But where this lad was able to identify in people, this is what this this is the next bit that you need to learn. You know, he would bring them on kind of slow steps. So I don't know, maybe if that was his kind of his learning of the Western way of doing things was a kind of softly, softly, softly mm. approach and then to bring people to places with it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just yeah. kind of coming up with ideas here. But no, I mean, I was watching it, and I think you, I think you must have thought that I was going to give out about myself because you were like, "I'll wait to the end." No, no, I didn't. What, what I, I didn't want to preload you either way. I didn't want you to be half through the documentary and go, "No, actually, I think he's cool." I wanted you to, yeah. I want you to find that out yourself, not in a big oh surprise thing. It's just like, you know, just enjoy the documentary for you know kind of thing without yeah, 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 me yeah. kind of. Yeah. So it wasn't. I wasn't trying to have any kind of a. Yeah. No, it's a thing. You, you have to like him for his kind of honesty and, and, and openness with the stuff. He never tried to hide the drinking. Like he moved to England and then like, he bought pints straight away. He was like, "Whoa, what's this stuff? <laughs> yeah. What yeah. is this nectar of the gods you have in this <laughs> rainy country? <laughs> you know, yeah. and smoking fags. I'm sure everyone smoked fags in the seventies and eighties and whatever. Anyway, you know, a lot of people even here kind of still do anything, and uh, much more than in Ireland. So. And it's so weird when you see someone's actually smoking a cigarette now. It's like, what? What people do still do that? <laughs> what, what is that? Uh, everyone smokes down here. All the men, anyway. And um, uh, it's spirit of the times. It's good. Now I don't know if he took drugs, but he was around during the seventies in Colorado. You would expect that he did. Definitely took drugs. It's not mentioned. You know, in the documentary. It's, it's not mentioned. But like, well, yeah, so whatever. Like, I mean, it's like we were saying earlier. This is the Tibetan Buddhism strain of buddhism he's part of it like enjoy mm. your body and enjoy the world enjoy what's around you but obviously don't take it too far you know the ending of it was quite magical wasn't it, it was quite magic mm. um the sky and all his that son, stuff mm. his son comes on and it kind of moves quickly from the women's stuff to his death there's not a yeah. lot of stuff talking <laughs> shagged of, la- the last yeah, time yeah, it was like fucking... shagged away <laughs> shagged it away but there's not there's not a lot spoken about him uh Getting into older age, right? You know, it's I think he died like, quite young, though, didn't he? Yeah, 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 it looks, like, like, yeah. It looks like he died yeah. quite, quite, quite suddenly, you know. And um, this his, one of his sons comes on and says that, like, um, you know, that that part of the, you know, where had they been living? Had they moved up to Canada or something? Because there's no sea in Colorado. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So anyway, they were up some. Yeah, they were up around Quebec or somewhere like somewhere in Canada. And they said it was unusual to get ice packs. Ice pack coming in or freezing over the 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 sea uh, that low down where they live. Like it happens, but it's yeah. rare. Mm. And like on the night he died, like the whole sea had frozen as far as they could see. And then he died that night, and then the next morning it was gone. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Whoa, that's mad. And then they had the funeral, and at the funeral there was this. Um, and they're unusual to see. Uh, I've only seen one once. It's a it's a cloud rainbow. It's not the normal yeah, yeah, yeah. Par- parabola. I've I've parabola. never seen one of them. I've only ever seen it once. Yeah, mm. but you look up into the cloud and there's a rainbow in the cloud. Like, you're like oh, holy shit! So like the the sea froze over when he died, and then at his funeral a few days later, there's a this rare rainbow yeah, cloud in the sky. Like it's 
<laughs> weird, yeah. I'm not weird. saying I believe, but I fucking want to. If people want to watch the documentary as well, it's on YouTube. Um, I think it's a cheeky YouTube thing. I, I assume someone's uploaded it because it's it's not it's in it's not even in standard definition. I think it's in like 360 whatever resolution or something. But it's watchable, you know, you can watch it. Hey, it works or, works fine on my internet in rural Poland. <laughs> that's it, you know. Just yeah. if you're you know, it's not 4K, man. You know, yeah, you can't yeah. appreciate the color grading. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, fucking film nerds. Jesus. Yeah, I will yeah. put this in the show description. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Crazy Wisdom, but if, if I don't, which I will, I'll try my best. There, you can just search for it on YouTube and it will it'll come up. So it's Chogyam, C H O G Y A M T R U N G P A, Trunk Pa, Rinpoche. Rinpoche is the equivalent of like father, isn't it? Like that's the, the, the title. Like, or I N P O C H E, yeah, because I know it. I see a number of rinpoches. No idea. I wonder if stuff like this, you know, the the east coming to the west, and uh, I wonder is, will there be a, a kind of unification of the teachings of both ways to enlightenment eventually? Like, is this like will will these people who who came from the east over will they be seen as a kind of I don't know what's the word lineage 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 a- and ancestors of what is to come kind of thing i don't know man like reading about this age of aquarius stuff and about young and eon i have to be just like yeah it's gonna be all right because <laughs> <laughs> you know my my i'll be alive my kids my grandkids but after that then i'm not gonna know anyone it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> so um the fate of humanity is in your hands but well i mean after my grandkids, three generations, three yeah, generations. Yeah. Is that all right? You can do yeah, my great grandkids. Well, they can look after Deal. themselves in the apocalypse. That's I fine. won't know. My favorite Louis C.K. quote goes like, What happens when we die? Well, lots of things happen. When we die. <laughs> We're just not part of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good one to use when you're doing your, your incubation uh, yeah. thing. You can think about what's happening in the world. I'm not in it. You know, yeah. and life still goes on and everything's all right. So, you know, yeah, good. Um, I don't know if it would make me get into Buddhism, though. That's the thing. I don't think anything is going to make even that, 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 that Daniel Ingram book. It's just like, it's, uh, it's, it's good, but it's not, it's not singing to me. Mm. Put it that way, you know, and I don't really know why. Uh, maybe it's just because I'm just a bit ignorant towards Buddhism in that, in that I actually don't know enough of yeah maybe you could do it like doing it like an actual proper primer and you know like the four noble truths and the kind of stuff like you like because if not that it's essential for us well, the daniel ingram stuff but it might give you a a better, better footing, of, the, like. of the landscape of what you know what this is all kind of embedded yeah. in because i don't know like i know more about the muslim faith far more than i do right. about buddhism so i will right, well, I'll, I'll pull out some know. stuff yeah so not anything that's too intensive like like some basic kind of stuff that uh, yeah. just will teach you the very the fundamentals of it. Because I think like in, in, love in, their, they love their lists. Oh man, that's yeah. love. Them. I th- like I think in Ingram's book, like the first twenty pages gives you everything you fucking need for the book, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the next seven hundred odd pages are like <laughs> the hard work. But I think yeah, it is. But it's also most of it's irrelevant to you, you know. In in that, like you should read it, obviously, not to you, to anyone who's reading it, because you're only going to be at one stage. You know what I mean? But mm. it, it, it's so it's kind of more like, well, where am I? And then you can find what's going to happen next. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. so it's like, so if you're in, say, I don't know, if he doesn't do it in stage one to 10, uh, but like, say you're in stage three, 
And so all you have to concern yourself with stage three. Make sure you're not stage in stage four. There's no point, or that's you can read stage five if you want, but it's not going to be relevant again. You're not going to have an appreciation of it, you yeah. know. And so it can be kind of your brain can kind of switch off, whatever. Going to go, no, it's like, no. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like in fucking secondary school in maths. You're learning about Pythagoras, and you're like, whoa, shit, I wasn't here for algebra. Oh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm doing, I'm sorry, I'm doing pass maths. I'm not, I'm, not doing, I'm not doing any of this. <laughs> Fuck off with your Pythagoras. <laughs> Square and the hypotenuse. Rubbish. Pythagoras is supposed to be one of the, the best geniuses who ever lived on the planet. And we're like, fucking triangles. Yeah. Fuck off with it. The big side, <laughs> the big side and the other side, when you add them together, it's a small side. That's not even what it is. It's something. Add the sides. All of the sides together and you get a giraffe. That's, that's <laughs> I remember, I remember taking a hypotenuse. Like how... How boring was this bastard's life for him to come up with theories about triangles? Like, you know, then you grow yeah, up. But and he also, we, he's the, uh, uh, responsible for, you know, oh, the I know, I know. scale you, we have and up, all these other things. You grow up then and you realize, yeah. holy shit, holy fucking shit, this guy was a genius. Why, genius. Why, did we, yeah. why did we only learn about the triangles, you know? Yeah. Uh, fuck school. I was talking to Dad about school the other day. It was funny and he was like, I was saying to him how much I hated school and I wish they hadn't sent me there. And he's like, Fucking hell, I wish I'd never fucking had to go to school there. He said, I, you know, what did he say? He said something mad. He's like, 50 years since I was in school, and I still hold a whole of against the bastards. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Funny. But then again, he went to school when our parents went to school when they were beatings, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like my, my, my dad's uh, left handed, and I was beaten out of him. Back know? about to say it, my man's well, mm-hmm. my man's left handed and her left handedness was beaten over. Mm-hmm. Isn't that awful to grow up yeah. in a country where that happened just a generation ago? Yeah, it's crazy. Isn't it? Fucking bizarre, isn't it? Mm. I, mean, I was saying to you last night, like we're lucky to be where we are. Yeah. We haven't had to live through any wars, pestilence, death. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. lucky we should. You know, walk up a mountain, walk into a field, and just say thanks for letting me to have an easy life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I know it's the cliche, the internet cliche, and all that stuff, but it is a testament to the privilege that we enjoy as a, you know, as a cultural culture or a society where the most depressed most people have been in their life is to wear a fucking mask you know what I mean like, <laughs> fuck's sake like and it's like even the, the you know the pandemic or whatever and you go oh well you know we can avoid this we can stay at home whatever. it's not like World War 2 where they're in their you know basement because there were bombers bombing the shit yeah. out of the you know and going, yeah, yeah, actual yeah, yeah. threat coming in not that you know what I mean like it's like We'll go, no, you stay at home watch Netflix. I don't think I will. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fuck off. Like, yeah, it, it is bad. And yeah, I was talking to Elfa, it was a lot about Christmas and all this year. It's like, why can't we all just decide, like, right, let's have, like, the quietest Christmas we've had in humanity's history mm. and ju- just take it on the chin for one year. Like, that's all yeah, it is. One year. That's, that's all it is. You know, just, just take one punch to the face. That's all it is. Just yeah. do it. One punch. You're fine. You know, yeah. you'll live and you'll have this story for forever. That And, and you'll you know, have a very unique, wonderful, you know, Christmas that you would never have the opportunity to have, you know. And besides, all people do at Christmas or the holidays is complain that they have to, you know, go to their parents' house and have an argument or, you know, meet their, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, racist auntie. You no, know, you don't have to. No, you don't have to. And the, yeah. oh, I want to meet my racist auntie. Why? Because I want to tell. <laughs> I want to tell. Her. What do you want to stop it? Some senator in America. Did you see this? Some senator in America put up a, a tweet saying, um, uh, I haven't been invited to my, uh, my whatever, my sibling's Thanksgiving party. Uh, 
because they say that my views aren't acceptable with theirs, right? Yeah. And so the first tweet underneath that was like, that is the nicest way that anyone has ever said that they've just found out they were racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. It's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, but we have to bear in mind, Svodan, we have to bear in mind that we have equal things to this that we don't see about ourselves and that while it's easy to, and, you know, appropriate to point and laugh at people who, you know, these type of things, we probably are doing similar things in different ways and generations, you know, to come, you, you know, those people you don't care about. Uh, <laughs> well, look back <clears throat> at us culturally and go, what, how did they remotely idiots, think that, you know, idiots. and to be reading, reading books from the time go, oh, well, he said that because, you know, he was a man of his times or whatever, you know, yeah. it's, it's a very odd thing. You know, it, it, it's like that science thing of thinking, oh, <laughs> you know, no, now we know everything. You know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the thing I, I sent you yesterday about the, the um, why there's this belief that psychotherapy might be wrong, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I've said this to you before. Like, like maybe, maybe in a hundred years time, they'll 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 discover something in our heads, and they'll say, no, Freud and Carl Jung, they were barking up the wrong tree completely. Like, sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. and it's like even the um. <laughs> that that thing you sent me though, you, you sent to me. Be warned. He, he's he's quite. What was the word you used? Quite it's, aggressive. It's he's like he likes his capital letters. He yeah. likes his bulls. <laughs> he likes his dashes. <laughs> and it kind of fizzled out by the end. You're going all right. Well, well, and so what's the solution? And there's like, oh no, it's just wrong. I have no solution to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no solution. Okay. Something's going wrong with Hot Wheels now, is it? Um. Yeah, but he was saying that like it's because, and it, 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 it's similar to what Kingsley does say in that. Um, his belief that psychotherapy doesn't work is because um, our I suppose our values and our um, what was the other word? Uh, uh, shit, what was it? Values a, and rules or something like that. Yeah, yeah. They're not they're not shared. We think yeah. we believe in them. Yeah. But actually, when you speak to people on an individual level, we all have very different values. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like so yeah. this is a problem, like. But like it seemed to be that his solution was like, well, we need kings and emperors again. Yeah, so yeah, the, yeah. That's kind of individual. <laughs> yeah, individuation where everyone is kind of you saying like a, you know talking about democracy, like in a sense, kind of going that democracy is where it all fell apart because you know we have this kind of illusion that everyone's on the same side or have the same ideas when essentially we don't. I mean, latently true, and you know it do, does cause an awful lot of problems. But I don't think, I don't think that. North Korea is doing much better. Do you know yeah, what no, I mean? Like, I don't, I, don't think, think, go, I don't think people are much happier. No. Maybe they are. I don't know. Going back to kings and queens is not the answer. No. And having people dictate to us how we should think and dress and shit like that. Like, that's, no, I don't think, I don't believe that's the proper way. Democracy is shit, but it's the best thing we have at the minute. You know what I mean? And plus, there's different strains of democracy. Like, I think Ireland's democracy is one of the better ones. America yeah. isn't because the no. two party system is not democracy. Uh, also yeah, well, in Ireland we have a two-party system that just go to you know make one well, of those yeah, themselves. And then there's you know, well, the, we're a republic. Colleges is a mess. Oh, what's it, explain to me that we're a democracy, but we're actually a republic. What's the difference? What why? A republican democracy. Republican democracy is when the people vote on changes to constitutions, change, constitutional changes, stuff like that. But Switzerland, if you look at say Switzerland and some of the Nordic countries, their form of um, democracy is much more at a grassroots level like they will vote on oh jesus they could have um they could have 30 40 um constitutional votes per per, per state per year oh, right, okay. think, you know? right. like the voter turnout and stuff like one of the ones years ago was that they wanted to ban um 
or what are they called? Um, not steeples, uh, Muslim um, uh, synagogues. Is that no, no, that's no, no not synagogues, mosques. Not, not, not mosques, but okay. the, the turrets, turrets on the top of them. Oh, for the prayers of the morning, yeah. that thing is a fresh, yeah. Uh, so they had had a vote for that, and stuff, but they'll also have a vote on like you know, uh, bin charges. Like that, that, that scene is a constitutional kind of change. Like their democracy is at that level that anything right. everyone has to vote on. You know, the voter turnout is low on most things. Right. But it works. I mean, Switzerland, yeah, yeah, yeah. Switzerland is a country we all should be kind of looking at and say, yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of what we should and do. And in some ways, you know, Nazi goals, <laughs> except for racism. Well, <laughs> Nazi goal is mad. My brother was explaining to me why, why Switzerland is so rich. So because they had all this Nazi goal after World War II, it got to a stage during the 70s and 80s where um, they had people's life insurances. And, you know, life insurance is just something they usually pay into when you get out when you retire or yeah. get out whenever, whenever you, whatever. And um, <clears throat> they kind of realized, there's so much money. Do you want your payment now? And you'll get another one when you retire? And everyone right. in the whole country went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone, but, but, the thing was that you had to use your money smart. You couldn't right. just go out and blow it on stuff. Like yeah, you had to tie it up in other stuff. So suddenly people were all on property ladders or were were or had car dealerships or that. All oh, right, so you, you weren't given the cash, you were going, you can invest this. Well, this was money for you to invest. Right. So brilliant. everyone in the country had tons of extra money that they could use smartly. Do you know? And wow. like, mm. that literally can be done in any country in the world. All that has to be done is the Department of Finances has to tell the central banks, do it. Yeah, that's all it, that's all it takes. And but I'm sure it, that it involves a shift of dynamic of power that you know most countries aren't going to accept. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the problem. See, tell you, it brings back around. Come the revolution, bring back Che Guevara. <laughs> che Guevara Lynch. I, I, will lead you. I will lead you. No problem. I will. Yeah. I will. I will die on that sword. As the revolution, but I did, the, the fact that you said that you don't care about anyone uh, in the future <laughs> is kind of leading me to be that you possibly wouldn't be the greatest revolutionary. Uh, no, just just everything will be great until next Thursday, and then who cares? <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah, but, but what a week we would have! What a week! Tommy. What, <laughs> what a week, week we would have! <laughs> what, what's the thing? What the Romans say? Better to die on my feet than to better to to live a minute on my feet than to die on my knees. I'm sure some sort of manliness like that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, right, let's get out of here. Bye-bye. Bye bye.